Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. We share information about every component of your home. You'll learn about tile, appliances, cabinets, paint, flooring. Yes, we cover it all. Well, today is episode 28 of season 5. Write that down or don't. It's very confusing to me to go by that. I usually go by the date, but my IT guy said this is the way to do it. Today, I have Jan Rutgers back with me. I love doing podcasts with her. She is the owner-founder of Vestibule School of Design. Hey, Jan. Thanks for Hi, jumping by. Doing? Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me back, Nancy. Hey, you know, every couple of months you visit, we chat. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about trends of 2022. Now, I actually cheated and I found an article that was written in December of 2021 and a couple of designers looked into their crystal ball or they were hoping that these trends would either they would get credit for starting it or not. So here we are in the middle of July. Am I supposed to give the date? Well, not sure. And I made a list of eh, pros and cons. Okay, let's start with the first one, Jan. Um, We both are kitchen designers. We see a lot of kitchens, uh, both in print and in person. The painted cabinets, what do you think? Is that here to stay? Is that a trend? Yeah, I think absolutely that it is a trend. And, um, you know, when you look, when you look at, at trends, you know, trends really are things that, you know, will, um, will come into style and will stay around for a while compared to a fad that, you know, can come in and go out. And, you know, and I think the colorful cabinetry, um, really will be and is a, a trend right now because we've seen the all white kitchen, you know, for the last decade. And, um, you know, people are ready for a change. And, and, um, you know, I really do feel that the last um, two years that uh, a lot of us were at home, that, you know, we were looking at our spaces and seeing that we could uh, really, uh, really break out of that white kitchen everywhere and go with some color. And mm-hmm. um, I know that myself, the kitchens that I have been designing for my private clients, they've all included color this year. And I actually did a a kitchen just a little while ago where the predominant color was one of Benjamin Moore's color of the year. I believe it was last year, their AG and teal. And we mixed that with two shades of gray, uh, kind of a medium tone gray for the built-in banquette at the end. And then we did a darker, a darker, um, darker gray color for the island and then we did a built-in hutch in a stained you know in a stained wood that kind of had a blue tinge to it Mm -hmm. so you know it's just kind of there wasn't there was no white anywhere in this in the uh in the space so Mm -hmm. yeah as opposed to the wood cabinets which i'm not seeing a lot of when i look at pictures of wood cabinets (laughs) to me it looks old drab boring and very enclosed. I yeah. do I like think, a colorful. Yeah, I think if you're doing yeah. it all wood, um, but I, but I mixing is good. Mixing, yeah. I'm like when we're talking about uh, a, a trend being colorful cabinetry. I, I think you could almost put in there the trend is also uh, to add more than one finish to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That actually what's starting to look really dated is if you go in and you see your kitchen and it's all one color, all okay. white or all you know all wood. 
wood. But if you start mixing a wood with a white and then maybe a little bit of, of color, uh, you know, maybe a blue or or a green tone, you know, to me, that's, that's a real strong trend. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I would see that something that we're going to be watching for that we'll start seeing more and more of is um, not only using color, but mixing up to three different colors in the mm-hmm. same kitchen. I'm also noticing that they're adding brighter, more colors in living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms. So it's throughout the house. And it could be that people were just bored and they needed some brightness in their life after this pandemic situation. I so agree. That could be. So the woman who said colorful cabinets, we waited six months to give her the thumbs up. She was right. <laughs> Another um, item or idea that somebody brought up was the idea of resourcefulness, um, which is, again, with the pandemic, we're having problems with deliveries, uh, with um, uh, supply chain items. And I think if you have something that's useful, if you're going to remodel your kitchen and there's something you can save instead of throwing everything out immediately, um, I think try to save it, try to reuse it. Right. I, I totally agree. And and I do see it as um, as a big trend. And I wonder, you know, I wonder if, if designers and consumers, we just had more time to be you know, maybe scrolling online and looking at Instagram and looking at uh, different images of seeing some unique things and looking around the home. I know that I've done that in my own design practice where, you know, we've we've made decisions on repurposing, you know, antiques or, um, you know, taking, you know, taking something. Thing, just like you said, if somebody's got a dishwasher that's you know still great and king, why not you know reinstall it or um, you know just not having to send send things to the landfill and um, actually often if you're going to you know get really resourceful and reuse something um, or reinterpret something you can get a really unique look it's not going to be cookie cutter nobody else is going to have right. something well, like there that there are a lot of people who are saying they're inheriting their grandmother's furniture or their mother's furniture depending on and you can certainly uh, meld that into a living room or a bedroom or even put a piece in a kitchen we've talked about that before the mm-hmm. uh, the uh, what did we call that? The uninstalled cabinetry or yeah, unfinished. The unfinished kitchen. The, un- the unfinished kitchen. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so you certainly can take what people give you, and there's no uh, rule that says you can't take the old bedroom dresser and use it in the dining room as a sideboard. So um, you can do anything. It's your house. Yeah, remember. Exactly. And I think, too, working with what you've got. I know I did a um, kitchen renovation. Um, well, I'm going to say a, a kitchen update a little while ago. And you know, when I went in to evaluate the space, you know what? The cabinetry was in good shape and the layout worked. And so what we ended up doing is we kept the cabinetry. We put in all new appliances, new countertop, new backsplash, new sink faucet. And uh, we added interior accessories to the existing cabinetry. You know, save the client, you know, tens of thousands of dollars and, um, you know, wonderfully functional. And it, it just, oh, we did put a coat of paint on it. We did have, we did have it professionally painted. And, um, you know, it really made a lot of sense. They felt really good about it, that things weren't going to the landfill. You know, we were, you know, I think as a designer, I was being quite resourceful in, uh, you know, saying, hey, we can keep this. And, um, and it did allow us to invest a bit more in some of the other things because we were going to reuse the, yes. uh, the cabinetry. Always that was a there. good idea to mm-hmm. um, use what you 
have. Even if you say, well, I want everything new in my kitchen, and you find that there's a chandelier or something that you could maybe paint or uh, do something, change the little shades in it. I mean, I've done that so many times. Uh, and you kind of show your client that, hey, it's not all about new, new, new. It's about using what you have if it's in good condition. And then you're being more green, uh, sustainable. You're not just, like Jan said, throwing everything into the landfill. So the next one is the black accents and appliances. And I am seeing black more and more, but that's my favorite color. So I do tend to gravitate towards black. Yeah. What do you think yeah, about that? Well, um, I think I might have mentioned on some of our podcasts, um, I spent a few years as a uh, product designer at the corporate level. And my last uh, product design gig a few years ago was designing uh, decorative hardware, like door hardware and um, bathroom accessories. Now, we did a ton of research with designers. Um, you know, consumers, uh, developers on this particular topic. And um, the, the matte black came back as almost the new neutral that, um, that a lot of, um, you know, designers, developers and homeowners were, um, you know, were looking to as, a, as an alternative. So looking at it being a trend, absolutely. There has been, and there's been a lot of investment the end on the the ends of um, product development and what's available, and sometimes sometimes people need to think too that that these trends um, that we may see. Uh, and if I think about designers, I like I write trends uh, blogs as well, and um, you know. At the, the design shows, we're seeing the prototypes. The, a lot of the manufacturers are doing a lot of research in the back before they're going to start investing in it. And matte black has been um, percolating for the last, uh, I'd say for the last four or five years. Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's already People are getting used to seeing it. And I think we're embracing it as a new neutral for an yeah. accent. Well, as far as appliance, uh, appliances go, I have a client who ordered black stainless steel. Very interesting. It's not pure black. It's a dark stainless steel. I thought that was interesting. I'm not seeing that as much uh, in application, but in her kitchen it looks really well. Uh, mm -hmm. Now the, the uh, choices for appliances are stainless steel, black, and some white. Um, so the black appliances that you have are back in style, believe it or not. Unless, of course, you have a white kitchen. Right. You know, and then sometimes if you can just put the panels on what you can, your refrigerator and your dishwasher, you still have to have a black wall oven or cooktop or whatever. Um, so talking about appliances, let's just swing over to Monogram. Monogram has very smart appliances. And they also have an app that goes with those appliances called the Smart HQ app. So don't forget, people, if you don't have a smart appliance, you cannot have the smart app. But if you do have it, you will be amazed. They keep upgrading the app, and they change the recipes. They, it's unbelievable what you can get or the information you get with their Smart HQ app. I would recommend going to monogram.com to learn more about their appliances and their smart appliances especially and to visit a showroom that has appliances possibly working appliances so you get to use them or at least your salesperson can show you how they work so again it's monogram.com very simple easy to say although I was tripping over it <laughs> Okay, what's our next one? Let's see. In our list of uh, crystal ball items, 
We have multiple islands. Well, Jen, do you well, see any problem with multiple islands? <laughs> do you know what? Um, the only problem I really see is, uh, is that you cannot force it, that multiple islands, islands really need a, a, a large space because you still need to have your uh, clearance around your work aisles and, and passageways, et cetera. And, um, you know, I love, I love the idea of multiple islands, and absolutely I am seeing them in the, uh, especially the larger spaces that, that we might be working with, but it's something that really is going to need a professional designer to help you, you know, put this in. Because I know that um, the few times that I've designed multiple islands into, into a kitchen space, I've really gone back to my theories of designs and really looking at, at proportion and balance and you know how, how two, uh, two islands are going to work in a space and make sense and look good. Yeah. And now I'm reading a lot about the tiny house. So forget the two islands if you are planning on a tiny house. No way is it going to fit. I might just add that the uh, the series that I'm doing with Jason Miller about uh, kitchen design for do-it-yourselfers and for homeowners who know nothing about kitchens to learn the nomenclature and some of the rules so that when they get with their contractor, they are on a good level so they can talk to them about what they want. And so it's the first Wednesday of every month. Now you can go back to the uh, Oh, a couple of weeks ago, I did the first one. It was the first Wednesday of July. This next one is going to be published on the second Wednesday of July, and we're going to talk all about islands. So this fits right in. Uh, space is very important. I don't care who you are and what your budget is. If you don't have the space, you can't have two islands. So but sometimes you can't have one island either yes, if you don't right. have the space. You know, I have seen two islands where the second one is really an eating bar, so you could make it... Uh, 24 deep and have a 12-inch cabinet holding up a 24-inch uh, uh, top. So you have <laughs> 12-inch overhang. So again, like Jan said, don't do this at home by yourself. You need a professional. Otherwise, it's not going to work. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for flooring, what are you seeing there? Um, well, the trend that, um, that that you'd identified was a pattern uh, pattern flooring, like patterned hardwood flooring in the form of um, you know mixing light and dark woods and, and doing a lot of different designs. You know, I, I haven't seen a lot of that done in in. Um, in wood flooring in kitchens, you know, occasionally I will see a um, uh, a wood floor that's been put in, and maybe a herringbone design or chevron design of some kind. Uh, you know, I did have a have a client that we were we were building a um, building a new home, and they were really kind of looking for you know kind of a Provence type of look, and um, liked the idea of a really patterned parquet. But when we went out and priced it at fifty dollars plus a square foot, um, you know, it just, it just wasn't going to make sense uh, mm -hmm. for, for the space. So, you know, might, you might see it in a, as a quote unquote trend in the really high end of the market and small things, but I don't really see it something being picked up as, um, as something that, that, you know, people are going to be, you know, running, you know, running to the flooring store, you know, to get just, yeah, just I think because they'd rather the put price. their money into something else like good appliances <laughs> or countertops. You're working on the countertop every single day don't chintz on that by the way exactly 
although you're walking on the floor every single day, but you can <laughs> still get a good wood flooring or a tile floor for much less than, um, say, parquet or some imported huge expensive tiles. Yeah, and also, too, when you're looking at laying a, you know, it's even taking plank flooring and laying it into a pattern, mm-hmm. your labor costs can be so high for, for a floor like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Uh, they're telling me that I'm running out of time. Hmm, we have 10 minutes. We've got to cover the most important things right now. Okay. Um, I think kitchens without upper cabinets is something that's going to stick around for a while. What do you think? Um, yeah, that... Um you know, we did we did start seeing the trend of uh, floating shelves in lieu of upper upper storage, and I think as designers got much much better at using the base cabinetry uh, to, to make it become a lot more functional, then uh, it, it made started to make a lot of sense because it's it's true that as much as we love our upper storage and we you know we we all need to have. A, cabinetry in the kitchen sometimes it can just become overwhelming in in a in a space that um, has a lot of upper cabinetry so taking some of it away uh, making your kitchen a bit more like a living space um, having a place for maybe a, a piece of art or a few uh, um, accessories on some open shelves yeah you know go for it yeah. um, as long as you make sure again using a professional to make sure that your storage requirements are met and there are there are um, I have I know at Vestry School of Design we have a um, I have a chart that that my students get that allows us to be able to calculate lineal footage of storage needed in a kitchen and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's upper storage or base storage but long as you meet those that criteria you're good. Yeah, years ago I did a kitchen and it was uh, the kitchen sink wall was full glass and the first response was yeah but where am I going to put my glass? glasses. I said, you have these drawers all over the place. We put glasses in drawers and we can put dishes in drawers. We're so used to being um, surrounded by wall cabinets on every single wall. You know, it was like, whoa, I have a little space here. I can put another wall cabinet there. So times have changed. Things have changed. It's more open. It's it's freer. It's more relaxed. I like it. I Mm -hmm. like it. Yeah, and you just you know, there's a lot of alternatives too. Like I'll I'll do a, a built-in hutch area that can supplement that storage, or shallow depth pantries somewhere. Like they, you can get creative. And um, the other thing is to purge everything that you own because you don't need six sets of dishes. Or most people, when I remodel a kitchen, they take everything out of the cabinets, and then we're going to tear out the cabinets. Of course, they decide, hey, we're going to give some of the stuff away because we don't use it. So another thing I think that being in your house for the last two years has uh, opened up people's eyes into a lot of the stuff that they have they've never used. So clean it out, get rid of it, and don't go um, buying more until you, you see what kind of space you have. I want to talk about Studio 41, the best place to get um, kitchen cabinet, well, any cabinet hardware. They have the biggest selection I've ever seen. Studio 41 is a family-owned company, and they have 15 showrooms in Illinois. And lucky me, they have one in Scottsdale. That's the one that I use for all of my plumbing fixtures for bathrooms and kitchens, my cabinet hardware, my mirror and shower doors, all the accessories for the bathrooms. They also have cabinetry. And in the Illinois stores, they have windows and tile. We don't have that in um, 
in Scottsdale. But anyway, you can visit them at shopstudio41.com. That's shopstudio41.com. And you can also shop online. Hey, Jan, I think we made it. Um, We had some time constraints because I'm using Zoom, and they said, oh, you're running out of time, and I hate that. I've never seen that before. So I just want to let people know that uh, if they enjoyed this and they got a lot of information from you and I, they can tell their friends about this podcast, and please subscribe to the uh, platform that you use to listen to this. We're on 28 platforms, so Take your choice and subscribe. Or if you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. Or if you have any questions for Jan about um, Vestibule School of Design or anything that we talked about today, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. Any last words, Jan? No, you know, I think it's a great idea. I'm glad that we um, revisited the the trends because, you know, it's something that I always do my research at the beginning of of the year and read all the blogs, read all of the shelter magazines, what they're talking about trends. And I think it's a great idea. We should do it again next year to uh, revisit them halfway through. What we can do is what they predict and they'll come out in December of 2022. And Mm -hmm. then we'll check again like we did today and find out who um, was who made up this stuff and did they catch did people find that it was interesting or did well like for instance there are some people who think that shiplap is just the greatest thing since sliced bread and half of the other people the designers are saying get rid of it i'm still (laughs) seeing people using it so Mm -hmm. as we've said how many times have we said it's your house absolutely put (laughs) do whatever you want to do because we don't have to look at it you do On that note, Jan, hey, have a great week. Yep, you too. Thanks again for having me. And everybody stay safe. Have a great day. Until the next time. And don't forget about those seminars that I'm doing about do-it-yourself kitchen design. And that's the first Wednesday of every month. Okay. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.